What is going on? We are live in person. No Zoom. No guest stars. But we appreciated that. And I hope you guys appreciated a little change in pace as well. But this is the Quincy Jones Show with the two most, uh, I guess the best, hosts. Um, I mean, we've been doing it for so long. He's back. <laughs> and better than By God, the Actually, man. it might be bad timing. I mean, Eric Bischoff did not come off great in last uh, week's season finale of Dark Side of the Ring. I'm not going to uh, lie to you. I digress. I have not been catching them, which is Actually, so no, it wasn't season. I think Marty Jannetty was the uh, season finale. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah, talking so. about the one with, with Vin. Yeah. But uh, it is Quincy Jones go. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I be's Doc Lesnar. These onlys. The onlys. Uh, world's. Uh, a hip hop hybrid uh, he in existence that. of the uh, hip hop kind that, and the baby. wrestling universe. Yes, that's 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 me. That's him. I be him. And, I'm um, him. And um, I'm a I'm a go in. No, but, no yeah, yeah. I mean we got obviously. Uh, I don't see a pack show. I mean, I think a lot of people have kind of been seeing news half, but uh, yeah, yeah, we do I got mean, review. Yeah, let's get into review because again, that's uh, last two weeks we did a little, we didn't do any review, we did uh, a little bit, but we talked more discussion wise. Again, we had some guests on, yeah, um, and talked more about well, we uh, almost had a, a episode last week, we just had some yeah, technical stuff did, come up, man. and uh, which was a shame because there was a lot of news last week too. But, yeah, there uh, was, yeah. I, I was able to talk a little bit about it. Um, we did, like I said, cut a episode uh, via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are here, we're back, we're, uh, live and direct in the actual office now, we got, got some AC going. Yeah, got a budget uh, now, huh? <laughs> without further ado, you want to get into some review, man? Yes, sir. Uh, I'll kick it off with some NXT. Um, not a bad show, uh, definitely interesting. Uh, definitely wanted me to, it almost warranted me to bring back my ups and downs, which I realize I haven't done in a while, but, uh, I digress. Uh, we kick it off with a tag title match. D'Angelo family took on the Dyad. Uh, the Dyad do enter with Ava, Gacy, and then they have only four hooded mask followers, which tends to keep growing as the match yeah. goes on. Uh, great back and forth. The double team moves by both teams. Uh, Dyad doing what they do, but uh, the family hit a nice little hip toss senton to Dyad on the floor. Uh, if you get what I'm saying, like, you know, hip toss mm-hmm. is his partner. Mm-hmm. Ava at one point jumps on the apron as more followers emerge at ringside just before PNP. Picture in picture, y'all. Uh, Stacks, it's a desperate. Inspiration in Zaguri, hot, hot tags Tony D. He clears house with a two for one belly stomp, Austin style, but like he gets one and then his part, he swept or took down his partner on top of his, you know what I mean, on top of the other. Then, like, basically, how Natalia thinks she's doing a double sharpshooter, but she's not. You know, she they totally just, is. They're just, they just stacked. She totally um, is. We see a spine buster and a rolling uh, pinning fisherman suplex. And what I mean by that is, you know how uh, Moxley used to do that suplex and roll right into a pin? Like it's like a float over pin, kind of. 
Oh, I'm, I don't know why. I thought you said superplex. Suplex. Yeah, suplex, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it was yeah. a fisherman's suplex. So I, I've never seen that style. But, you know, that's Tony D and that uh, Matt-based prowess he has. You know, we're not thinking so much about the character he's, uh, you know. Well, I mean, that, that was one thing. I remember when we first saw him, I was like, yo, this dude is do like a, a roll through, like, Northern Lights and then yeah, go into word. it. I was like. Well, I remember that. That was a little worrisome because it seemed like he landed right on his head when he did that in his man, debut. Man. But it was impressive. The, the, the irony, the, the name of his theme song I found out is called. Uh, place at the table. <laughs> that, like, that, that makes sense. That's apt. That's yeah. apt yeah. Uh, Jaggery takes out Tony on the floor with a suicide dive when we see Ivy Nile come down the ramp. Schism and their followers immediately advance in her direction, unaware that two of their followers have now jumped the barricade from behind them. And the pair attack Reed and one hits a familiar looking cartwheel takedown on Rip Fowler, then rolls him back in the ring for Tony to hit a back suplex side slam for the win. Schism realized what happened, then chased the two rogue followers who escaped through the crowd, but they never removed their hoods or their masks. But it's like this is clearly yeah, the creeds, kinda, like you know. Well, lie. you know what's funny is when they it's first showed up, it's a good cover. and they showed the followers. There were some guys of size where I go, man, if I had known any better, one of these guys are the creeds. <laughs> but but there was like four or five of them, you know. Oh, okay, so I'm they hid in plain like, sight. Some of these guys look like some locals, and some of these guys look like some workers. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, <laughs> who they got uh, back there? Yeah, we got a uh, backstage. I'm sorry, vignette with Eddie Thorpe, which you know plays out later on he how, if you don't remember is, he yeah. got taken out by Dijak though yeah a couple of weeks yeah, after the, yeah, the raw underground, underground match yeah. and then he's been doing this like i need to find my i'm not trying to offend anybody but it's you know the way it comes off is like my brouhaha like you know, like my ancestry my life force my ma- and it's like it's cool if you want to touch base on that it's just you can't expect everyone to want to buy into it you know so that's why every so week think, it's been yeah. eddie thorpe vignette and i don't even want to describe it, it it's you know? a small number of people that will connect with it yeah but if you're not and it's not illogical and no, it, no, or yeah. Ill- illegitimate like it's legitimate what he's talking about but it's all about how you present it i was just gonna say i'm like if the execution is not leaving you interested then they have to have to do something different because mm-hmm. even with like lit library valkyrie i mean i was super you know critical about her entrance and then but it's like all right but the in-ring is enough to make you kind of wean off of that you know what i mean a little so bit. mm-hmm and you know, there's a little fork lower into that too. So who knows? But uh, quick question: has he, has he been doing okay? I mean, I know. I mean, Carl Carl Fredericks, right? It's like it's one of those things where I don't. Yeah, it is Carl Fredericks. That's I don't I thought, recall yeah. a lot of what he did prior. I recognize the name, so yeah. I don't have a big frame of reference. I, I, but because yeah. I recognize the name, I think maybe I have a. Certain, certain level of expectancy, yeah. but it is the NXT system too. So I know that they're more of a slow burn You're type right. of system. You're so right. yeah. it's just trying to figure out what where he fits, what works for in, him, yeah. and, and in this yeah. class of roster. You yeah, know what I mean? Because there's so, there's so many eras of rosters. It's gonna so. be different. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I was just curious. Cause I know we had the New Japan kind of tag yeah. on him coming in, but mm-hmm. haven't really heard a lot about him on the other side. But my, my bad. Let me no, no, you, you're good. Um, and, I mean, I have some stuff. Uh, if it sounds – if you guys watch the show this week, I might go out of order just to group things together so it's more of a, you know, chronological of uh, that specific thing. But uh, we do have Blair Davenport taking on Dana Brooke. If you remember last week, uh, she washed uh, Kalani Jordan after uh, Kalani called her out wanting to showcase her killer instinct and says she'll show her what her killer instinct looks like. So 
Match starts in a shoving match at first. Brooke does hit a running head scissors and a diving crossbody to blare off the apron to the floor. But we do get the uh, the diving double foot stomp to Brooke's back while straddled on the middle rope that uh, Blair Davenport likes to do. And then Brooke uses all her time really delaying stomps and strikes in the effort to reach, uh, you know, to teach a protege about killer instincts. But Brooke, uh, she even hits a big time sit out power bomb, only gets two, and starts to kind of spaz a little bit because of the two count. But it's not like she picked her up. In a power bomb, she countered a ten count, you know what I mean, or ten count punch, and then you know slowly walked to the middle and then brought her down, kind of like what Natalia has done in the past. So that's um, exactly what she'd be doing. Exactly. So Dan and they used to be former partners. I think about it. Uh, Dana goes to get the ring Maybe. bell, uh, but Kalani stops her and says, "What are you? Th- what are you thinking? Like you know, because that's like not at all." Yeah. Her, you know, and uh, she botches a O'Connor roll, and then they awkwardly get to the spot they need to get to, uh, which is a running knee strike, followed by the you know, I always never know how to pronounce it, uh, but Kamagoye. Kamagoye for the win, yeah, or the or the B trigger or the BT the single yeah. BT trigger, yeah, Flair Davenport trigger. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what's his it's what's his name's move, um, Coda, yeah, no, 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just. And then, uh, obviously, what's-his-name was doing it, too. Matthews, uh, Buddy Matthews. Definitely. Uh, last week, I, I think I was telling you, Trick Williams had this whole thing going Trick, on Trick. with uh, Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was approached by Gulak and Kemp and uh, Dempsey about, you know, oh, this guy is a purse holder. Looked like he finally grabbed some, got some balls and challenged the yeah, bad dragon. He too bad. that purse. Yeah, we'd love balls. to help you, but that's, that's not in the cards kind of thing. So, we get the match. Drew Gulak taking on Trick Williams. Uh, Drew enters with Dempsey and Kemp, who leave a purse on the ramp for Trick to hold. Wow. Uh, as they alluded to last week, that Williams punts it. Yeah, he punts it into the crowd during his entrance. Uh, Trick starts off hot getting uh, before getting a cheap shot from Kemp behind the ref's back. And at one point, Kemp does distract the ref while Dempsey snaps German's Trick on the floor. Uh, yeah, really good. And then at one point, Trick takes out Dempsey and Kemp on the floor before Briggs and Jensen join the fight. Uh, Trick does win with a cyclone boot for the win. It, it was what it was. You know what I mean? Is he still doing that other thing that, like, um, yeah, he did hit that, that rock sh- bottom thing? The short yeah. arm axle spin rock bottom, which is axle only, spin. and I only say that because he does, like, sort of a single axle that you would do if you were a, a oh, skater. Like a triple, triple Lundy, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but it's a know. single one and he uses it to short arm pull you up sort of like jd does for that um devil inside devil inside yeah but it wasn't as um smooth this time around but he does get the win and he uh tells you know Ilya dragging off through the camera um uh what is it uh Oh, you know, Ilya, you may be the mad dragon, but next week I'm going to be dragging that ass, dog. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing, like, a year ago, I would have never been like, yeah, Trick's going to be going head up with Ilya, like, willingly. Like, that's it's kind of crazy how they've been trying to build him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then later on, we do get a vignette from Ilya Dragunov. He says, Trick Williams, you want to slay the mad dragon? He chuckles. He says, very courageous of you, but if you believe that Heat Wave is some kind of hopeful crusade and you are the knight with shining armor, I promise next week fantasy will not become reality. I expect you to bring that supreme confidence, that charismatic swagger, and your admirable courage, but I am bringing the raging fire. Next week will be a fight, a difficult one to overcome, but Trick, you will understand that I'm more dangerous than you can imagine. Mm. So, 
Just laying on some more fire for the for the heat wave. Speaking build. of fire, did, didn't Alba did Alba Fire get called up? Yeah, she yeah yeah she, yeah. yeah yeah. Well, what's her name? I was thinking I'm like, how can how can he be doing the the fire stuff if we got a <laughs> yeah, Alba? Yeah. But I was like, oh no, she got called up. But what's her name uh, for, for the tag division? Yeah yeah, that's true. Uh, we get a Davocado vignette. I forgot about yeah. this fam- dude. I I literally forgot about this. He says, "How could a man of my stature stand in the shadows of another?" And then they show footage of you know stuff he did with Apollo. And says, "For I have fought my way out of the shadows." And then footage of Raw Underground shows, and he says that when I return, I will cast my own shadow all over NXT. Where is Apollo? Is he back on the main? Yeah, he did get traded back to the main roster. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I was I trying to figure that. The, when they had the, what is it called? The other, you know what I mean? The draft. I heard he got drafted back, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay. Either way, we haven't seen him. So. But to go uh, to to add to that, there was a match that happened later on. Tyler Bate took on Joe Coffey of Gallus, mm. and uh, Bate. I mean, it starts off strong. Uh, but he falls victim to the numbers game early as the other members of Gallus take turns hopping on the apron and allowing Joe to take charge. Um, it's a pretty good match. I mean, there's a lot of action. Sounds but, like it on paper for sure. Yeah, but nobody wins. What happens is it's a no contest. Is, uh, Tyler hits that tope suicida plancha he does to Joe outside, and then they're both immediately attacked by Davicato. Sheesh. Like and um, Gallus managed to pull Joe to safety at ringside, but Bate gets absolutely just, planted I, with a huge bottle bomb. I was just bomb. about to ask. I was like, did he attack all of them? But oh, I mean, oh, he did. Oh, he, 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 he was in Yeah, Ooh. I mean, he has been, but he did go after Joe. Like he hit him with a clothesline. Okay, but okay, then so and then when he went to advance on him in like, the ring, ass, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Ass out, man. Yeah, I feel you. Hundred percent. So I, I, I haven't seen the Baldo bomb in a while, so I was just yeah. It, it sounded like it hurt to be honest with you. Like it, it, it <laughs> when I say planted, I was being nice. So and then like just to kind of planted this nigga in the ground. Yeah, and to spin <laughs> off of that because you know Tyler kind of had the whole Heritage Cup debacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a segment, a pre-tape of Nathan Frazier's hard hitting home truths. Um, I still don't know what it's supposed to be a spinoff of. Huh? I imagine it's supposed to be like the new show from Mr. Deeds, the movie uh, that Winona Ryder, you know, she was like the undercover reporter, but she had the, like the obnoxious like English boss that did that. Like, oh, kinda, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what it seems like. But his broadcast is hijacked by <laughs> Noam Dar, who are joined and joined by the metaphor and for an uh, episode of Supernova Sessions. Um Noam denies that his cup is a fraud, but then Nathan runs back the footage from last week, and then he has this fraud alert button that he uses. So every time he says something, because he always says, we're, we're broadcasting live from the moon, you know, on Supernova sessions. So, like, mm. it kept it just kept going, uh, uh, you know. So all, all you need to know is that they're, you know, they're it's official. They are going to go against each other to figure out the real champ next it, week. It just so. sounds like a waste of fucking time for, like, it, it's like, why even, like, I don't know if anyone brings – or anyone's that interested in the cup to bring in a fake one. Like that kind of storyline. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Tiffany Stratton had a vignette. Uh, she makes it clear, although she doesn't have a match uh, scheduled, she will be, be at Heat Wave. So it makes me think, you know, uh, we might get an implication of who her next challenger is. Uh, Los Lotharios have a follow-up vignette. I think I was talking about it last week where they were kind of going yeah. back and forth. And, you know, what it was is um, there was a, a match that they had, uh, and I believe what happened was – they got caught up hollering, or Angel got caught up hollering at the girls, and uh, Umberto like shoved them and was like, "What are we doing? Are we chasing women? Or are we chasing glory?" You know, kind of thing. So that's what started this whole thing. But it's is—I don't know where they got this from. I hope that it's audio from like a home video, mm. and it's not some got voice actor that they got to play mm. the, the grandfather, mm. because it's 
it's basically presented as the voice of the grandfather talking to them both while mm-hmm. they're still in their respective homes. And it says, my grandsons, remember what I always told you? When we were on top of the world, we have family. When life knocks us down, we still have family. If you lose your way, do not take it out on each other. If you lose, your cousin loses. I'm sorry. If you lose, your cousin loses. The time has come. No more games. No more distractions. Tear away your past for a new beginning, but a new beginning together. And then they both wake up and they stare at that frame photo they both have. And, you know, I guess it's supposed to instill like a new motivation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I just thought I'd follow up on that because I'm curious where that's going to go. You know, in terms of like the tag team division. I mean, it is it's a little more interesting than what we thought was just going to happen. It was just them splitting up. Yeah. So it does have my attention, obviously. And if you know about their family, then there is obviously some some royalty there, too. So, yeah. Some more implications we get uh, for a heat wave. Rhea Ripley and Dom Mysterio are backstage. Rhea is touting Dom as the greatest North American champ ever before taking aim at Lyra for getting involved in the match mm. last week. Uh, she challenged her. She challenges her and Dragon Lee to a mixed tag match at Heat Wave. Ugh. Later on, they agree uh, that Dom has a stupid face and that Lee would be champ if it wasn't for Rhea, and uh, so they accept the challenge uh, at Heat Wave. So you know, I I figured it was a way to get Lyra because that's the thing is when. It wasn't too long ago where Lyra and JC had a thing, yeah. and Rhea was kind of endorsing Lyra for being a badass. You said, wait, Lyra and who? Uh, JC Jane. Oh, JC. When you say, I'm thinking, who's JC? I'm like, it ain't Jesus Christ. No, but no. But you're like, JC Jane. Speaking of JC <laughs> Jane, though, we do have a match with her, uh, but I, uh, with Thea Hale. But mm. earlier in the match, Andre chases the one that got her the match. And because he knows Thea is still upset at him for, because I guess it was a submissions match. Yeah. Oh, and, and he, and the he whole threw, throwing the towel. Yeah, the yeah, towel. Yeah, yeah. And so Thea questions why he even got the match. He says, look, I truly just want the best for you. And she just shrugs and says, well, try not to throw the towel in this time. And really milking this. Like, kind of like, okay, I feel you, but. Like, did you go and get a new match and get on top of that on the horse? Yeah, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So uh, in that match, JC, she hits a running neck breaker, running senton. Uh, She escapes a Kimura lock and then hits a super kick as well as a Uranagi spine buster, which is, if you know what I mean, it's a... it looks like a rock bottom, but you put him down for yeah. that sit-out kind yeah. of thing. And then Thea, she hit a wheelbarrow arm drag, tilt-to-whirl head scissors, suicide dive from under the bottom rope, mm. uh, arm wrench slam, and double knee arm breaker because she was trying to get that Kimura in. Under the bottom rope or under the between the second and bottom Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like, how uh, the hell? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Austin Aries. <laughs> when you said, yeah, yeah, when you said uh, was She like, actually oh. hit an exploder suplex, too. Nice. And a, uh, what I would consider like the springboard coffin drop style senton, where, or Ruby used to do it. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, but basically, we see JC expose a turnbuckle to smash Thea's face on, but Andre hops on the apron to adjust the pad back as Thea is able to counter and smash Jane's face instead. And she sees him up there. She's like upset and asking, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you getting. You think he's up there trying to get involved? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, explain, I'm trying to protect you. And then she walks away, tells him to get off, walks away, and runs right into a small package from JC for the win. JC laughs at Thea on the ramp as she storms off away from uh, Chase U. And Andre tries to plead his case to Duke. But Duke's like, I'm the MVP, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he seems so checked out. <laughs> like, yeah, a little like, bit. Sometimes. I don't like, know what's going on, but below the mountain, I'm just on top of this mountain, bro. I'm like, definitely. Just, just got a few more things. Uh, we have a interesting in-ring segment um, from Baron Corbin. 
he comes out. He yeah, says, "This was good." Actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He says the great thing about him is he could only he could say whatever he wants uh, in the ring without concern of repercussions, and he means what he says. He says he ran off a Olympic gold medalist out the building, and he gave him because uh, he gave him a small taste of what they do here, and he's not coming back for seconds. That supposedly was aimed at Gable Stevenson, so it's being rumored that he might be gone from the company. And what, I, what they I, had a match, yeah. but it was a double countout. So that's why it's like that's I wouldn't brag I, too hard on well, that. Well, the reason why is because I didn't even see the match. But I saw there was so much talk about it. And I believe even Russell Talk had a video called WWE's Worst Debut Ever. Mm. Yeah, because that was his only his only match. And then I guess like everyone, like also in the match, like during his debut, everybody kept chanting that he's not Angle. Mm. Because he came out with the gold uh, medals. Oof. And so I heard it got bad for him. Like the crowd was not trying to. The crowd turned on him. The crowd turned. Oh, they were like perp- Like I think they when they first started seeing that it was affecting him, they're like, oh, we're going full force now. Yeah, like, yeah. You know how they are, bro. Like, yeah. it's- well, he continues on. Says everyone back in the locker room watching the monitor are a bunch of soft ass little bitches who have yet to prove him wrong since he's returned. Clarifies uh, his need to burn all ships and usher in a new era is only pertaining to him and not the brand, as he can care less about what happens in NXT. Only that he gets a spot back at the main event where he belongs, and he gets interrupted by Wagner and Stone, who uh, I did see those. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, Baron says he's proud of Stone that he stopped dressing like a knockoff Happy Corbin, but at least could uh, iron his shirts every once in a while. Uh, Stone mockingly laughs and says he knows Corey wants to be back on top, but the one guy who stands in his way is the same one who put Braun Breaker through a table last week, and that is Von Wagner. Baron questions why Stone's doing all the talking and demands he gives to Mike Devon uh, to, before they continue the conversation, but basically ends up trolling him to learn how to talk on the stick. Uh, suggests that he listens to his advice if he really wants to make the big bucks and not, you know, Stone. Vaughn gets on the mic and asks if the problem is the problem that I don't talk a lot or that you talk too damn much. Mm. Uh, it says every week Corbin has the same old sob story and everyone is sick of hearing it. He challenges Baron to a match next week and says it doesn't matter if it's one of your eight gimmicks. Um, or he says, like, it doesn't matter if it's happy Corbin, sad Corbin, bum-ass Corbin. I ain't going to burn a ship down anytime soon, Corbin, or any of your other eight gimmicks I can't remember because they all sucked. Uh, because <laughs> at Heat Wave, I got a reservation for one, and his bald-headed ass is going to get tabled. Corbin draws fire. Mm, that's uh, pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, but Vaughn sees it coming, clotheslines Baron to the floor. He teases a powerbomb through the table, but Corbin escapes and takes the fight to Wagner ringside. Security pours out, you know, to separate him and, you know, big let them fight chance, basically. So, and then just to add to this, on the way out to the parking lot, Baron is approached by Braun Breaker, who took umbrage with. He goes, "What? What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not done with Von Wagner." And he goes, "Oh, you look pretty done with them last week when you guys got put through a table." And then he just kind of like chuckles, "All right, good luck uh, with Von Wagner." But he warns, like, "I'll, I'll be watching." closely and he goes look man i know you intimidate everyone else here but i'm not everyone else and he walks off and i was like that was a hard look for baron corbin mm-hmm. for sure you know what i mean so i uh, really like that um he's i'm gonna go home and cook this wagyu beef i'm getting he, two shits yeah seriously but uh the other thing uh to also bring up is there was one vignette for mustafa ali just oh. like i said so oh, he dropped this vignette of you know wanting to, a better america kind of thing and again i've talked about it briefly before in the show it's something he was trying to do for the U.S. title on the main roster. He can get it greenlit. No one wanted to spend time. He filmed these vignettes on his own. It was things that came out as he was searching for his uh, release. And mm. I will say this. Grain of salt, because two days after he dropped this, his his uh, social media blacked out. So people don't know if he's getting let go or something because they are doing cuts right now. Oh, 
because the Endeavor thing. Um, and so I, who knows what's going to happen, but he posted himself new profile pic, and it was just the whole black square. So, you know, it's not a, it's not abnormal for Mustafa to lean into things, you know, but I, I it's curious. But here's yeah. the verbiage. I like this a lot. And I would go out of my way to watch this if you could. This is a good evening, esteemed citizens of North America. In recent times, the prestigious North America championship has been carried by individuals who regrettably did not represent a great continent in the manner it deserves. I speak of the former champion, Wes Lee. I speak of the current champion, Dominic Mysterio, who spits in the face of family values and is a convicted criminal. Ladies and gentlemen, know that despite the people of North or just or, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, know that the people of North America deserve better. They deserve someone who is a champion both inside and outside of the ring. I am the North American champion that we need. I will elevate the North American championship to unparalleled heights, as all while inspiring millions across the continent that they too can do incredible things the right way. So I look to you. I ask you to open your ears, raise your heads, realize that the time for a new North American champion is now. You will rise. You will reach out. You will take my hand and believe in a greater North American champion. Believe that in Ali you can trust. Mm. Yeah, it, it was it was well done. I think it's about seeing the presentation. Yeah, no, yeah, he's got I, the navy blue with the red tie. That you know, very presidential kind of thing. I guess I'm trying to figure: is it different than like the uh, when Kevin Owens did the whole? It's very much like that. I think it, uh, it just actually okay. might last because I know Kevin tried. Yeah, and he, I feel like they didn't put enough gas on that fire. Like, I was there cut, for it. Why'd you cut your beard? Yeah, no, we're not doing this. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounded. That's what it felt like. like yeah. it was just like so. And random. you're Canadian. And, and you're then Canadian the last part is uh, Carmelo Hayes and Wesley. So I saw. I didn't see this, but I saw a picture of it. And I was like, if this is what's the heat wave uh, main event, this is gonna be kind of dope. Yeah. You know? So backstage segment kicks it off first. Melo's in the middle of an autograph signing. When I say that, he's like signing stacks of photos, right? Mm. Champ shit, mm -hmm. you know? But not acting like an ass about it. No, just you doing, know? just, it's, like, yeah. it's like another obligation, yeah. Exactly. He's approached by Wesley, who takes offense that the champ has time to sign photos but not return his calls or texts from over the weekend. Melo tells him, hey, being the champ is a full-time job. It reminds him, don't you still have Dijak to deal with? Wes tells him to sign as many photos as he can for now because when he's done dealing with Dijak, the only thing the champ will be signing is a contract for their title match at Heat Wave. Melo tells him to beat Dijak first, and then they could finish the conversation. Wes says, say less. We get the match. Starts off quick with Wes targeting Dijak's leg to help combat the clear size difference between the two. Dijak catches Wes slipping and turns the momentum around with a typical big man offense and targets uh, Lee's left arm at some point. Um, we do get... Spot-wise, uh, a lawn dart to West's shoulder uh, in the ring post from uh, at ringside, which was just a good big man uh, move, in turn, especially if you're going to target the arm for Dijak. He does a, a tossing suplex as well, and at one point hits the high justice for a very near fall. And then uh, when he doesn't get the near fall, he goes to the to the ringside and he actually giant swings Lee from inside the ring oh, into shit. the still steps. Yeah, oh, and then tosses him over the barricade. I mean, he got the size to do it, but sheesh. Definitely. But Wes, you know, he's no slouch. He gets a, a rolling wheel kick at one point. He does spike Dijak with a nice satellite DDT after countering a running power slam attempt. And then uh, he this is the one down I had. Dijak goes for a big boot. He catches the foot. And then lifts him up for a single arm power bomb, like the Tejana bomb. Yes, basically. But Wesley did it to Dijak. I did not like that. I'm sorry. I heard I heard it wrong. The first I thought you had it. 
Yeah, it would have made sense if it was Dijak doing. That's it. what yeah. I thought you had. Yeah, yeah initially you had said. Yeah. And then he hits, <laughs> a, he hits a basement meteora for two. Um, but uh, yeah, we see West attempt the cardiac kick, but his arm gives out during the back handspring, which allows Dijak to go for feast uh, your eyes, but he's unable to connect due to the leg that West has targeted all match. Uh, Dijak begins to grab still steps, but he gets distracted by the appearance of Eddie Thorpe. Uh, long enough for West to hit him with a diving hurricanrana off the barricade and into the steel steps, and then follows up with a super kick and then rolls him back in the ring to hit the cardiac kick and a spiral tap for the win. Uh, he's shown later walking out of HBK's office with the contract for his title match next week versus Mello, and then we get to the final segment, which is very interesting. So Wes returns to Mello's table where he's still signing, and he has the contract in hand and says, I did it, now you need to sign the most important signature of your night, and drops it on the table so Hayes can sign. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of the energy from west because i'm also like west no one's denying what you did with that title but where the fuck did you come from wanting a title match like you just lost that john bro i mean i don't know like that's how i and felt that's about the thing, it so because the last two weeks we didn't it's like cover who you review i was wondering if there was something you could have put me on to <laughs> but i guess he, he i mean last week he showed up in the locker room. A Dijak was there and i remember that him, but yeah. i don't i didn't see what happened to, but so i'm not the way he like he does it like this, like, all right, man, come on, come on, sign it, you know, and he takes a clipboard, he just, like, drops it, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, um, Melo, uh, he congratulates him, but shoves the contract back in his chest and says, I'll see you next Tuesday, and continues to sign more photos. He slams his hand down on the 8x10 he's signing, and he says, and security gets tense, and he goes, I said I'm not waiting, and then he actually kicks in one side of the table like the legs so it drops down mm. and he just shoves all the photos off and then walks around to the other side that's still up and just starts dragging the table and he says i'll see you out there yeah it, it was like what what the fuck? or see you out there champ is what he said so mellow calms down security says i'm gonna go handle this and he follows in lee's direction towards the ring west gets an uninterrupted entrance while dragging the table okay then when Mello's music hits, he verbally goes, all right, cut it off, cut it off. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, and it's so it's it's really like as a fan, I'm like, damn, bro, like he's the champ, though. So, like, I get you want to make this official, but respect. You know, that's how that's where I was at. He wasn't acting he's like too, a heel. He's too eager. Exactly. So um, Hayes tells him, hey, man, you better chill because you're really close to turning me back to the old me. Wes says, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. He expresses, I don't know anything about your lifestyle. But since you become, you know, a champion, he basically says, you spend most of your time on vacations, right? And sipping champagne on beaches. And he shuts it down immediately. And Melo, he's like, everyone loves to assume being the champ is so luxurious. And I admit it has its perks, but the perks come with responsibilities. He calls Wes one of the best North American champs of all time and commends him for carrying the belt with the same level of prestige and honor that he did. But until Lee walks a mile in his shoes, he can't even dare to speak about how easy he thinks Hayes has it. Mm. When anytime Wes has faced a little bit of adversity, he's folded like a chair on an Alabama boardwalk. Let's some, talk about I it. I knew somebody was going to bring it up. Yeah. New Day teased it on Monday. They had a tag match they were preparing for. It's, you know, they always film those little things before they go to commercial. Mm. Yeah. You see him in the backstage area, like doing stretches with folding chairs yeah, and shit. Yeah. Uh, that, they like, would be the ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, uh, he, uh, then he tells Wes next week. Talk that talk, champ. Yeah, yeah. He tells Wes next week is your shot, and I and uh, doesn't believe 
Uh, it's like, but I don't believe you can be him. You know, but Lee tells him, I have no interest in being him. I want to be myself. And he says, I, you know, I've been told for years by many uh, that he can't, uh, what he can't achieve. And he calls Mello one of the chosen ones when he got here. Talks about his military supervisors calling him crazy when they learned of his wrestling pursuits. Says it was a hell of a ride to get there. But he set up shop and became a two-time tag champion and then lost his partner and having to start all over again with the doubt. Touches on the doubt surrounding his potential to be a solo star or champion and then prove everyone wrong by becoming the greatest North American champion of all time. Reminds Hayes he was in the match that he won the belt. But Melo quickly reminds him that, yeah, you won the belt, but you didn't pin me for it straight up during the match. And he talks about the work he did himself to get more eyes on the North American strap and put it on the map by putting on bangers after, you know, banger after banger for the brand when it wasn't even given the time of day. And corrects that it's not about the North American belt. Now it's about the, uh, you know, NXT title and tells West that despite relating to 90% of what he said so far next week at Heat Wave, he says, you won't. And then he smiles and goes, no, you can't beat me. Because that's the thing is West keeps talking about what he, people tell him what he can't do, mm. you know. So, um, you know, and, and West gets incensed about hearing the word can't. And says he's been proving doubters wrong for years and that Melo isn't even his biggest doubter. It's actually himself, but vows to never fail again and then signs a contract and then demands that Melo does the same. Melo says he gladly will and tells Wes, you know what, you deserve this opportunity. It was only a matter of time before uh, you got a title shot and we, you know, we basically met in the ring. But he advises him. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and lakes you're used to because next week it's not Mellow don't miss. It's Mellow can't miss. Like those that can't back in his face again. And then Mellow signs the contract, raises the belt up. And then Wes actually splits the table in half by jumping up and doing a boot stomp. Like in a the jumping stomp in the middle, yeah, uh, like on some like jackass shit. Yeah, right? basically, and telling the champ he'll see him at Heat Wave, and then you see him exchange uh, words off mic to end. That, the show. I'm sorry, but that's that's. That makes you look crazy. A little make, bit. That doesn't make you like look like. Including all the a- anxious franticness, it was like, yeah. this is a weird Wesley, man. I don't know if I I'm want like, this as I'd my I'd be like, champ. yo, like, you got that, uh, what's it, that Orlando, uh, what's the fool's name from That's a Raven? Like, you got that kind of energy, bro. You yeah, yeah. Orlando Brown? Orlando Brown got me a little nervous. It, was, it was a little <laughs> bit like, yeah. You know, but he was more mellow, but it was just like. Damn, bro, like you seem like you're t- you're like gonna throw a tantrum at some point. But uh also should uh just go over the match announcements. NXT Championship, Carmelo Hayes defending against Wesley, Von Wagner taking on Baron Corbin. We have the NXT Heritage Cup match, which is Nathan Frazier defending against Noam Dar and the Fraudulent Championship <laughs> to figure out the true champion. Uh we got Ilya Dragunov taking on Trick Williams and the mixed tag match, Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria taking on Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. So that's Heat Wave for next week. All right. Yeah. Well, um, is it my turn? Yes, sir. Can I have a go? I suppose. I suppose. I'm sorry. I'm getting my Adam Blompier on. Uh, Let me have a go. There you go. You got it. Yeah. If you're going to get it, you got to go for it, bro. Of course, man. Uh, And uh, we're going to go to Fight for the Fallen, actually. Um, uh, They announced it. It was kind of a last-minute thing, but I get what's going on. There's uh, obviously terrible wildfires going on in Maui, uh, They right sort now. of mentioned it last week, but not to the extent. Yeah, yeah. what they, did, what, they what basically, to expect, basically just said that every programming next week, even though it's Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, it's going to be considered part of Fight for, fight of the, or fight for the Fallen Week, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be uh, fundraising uh, for, for uh, food relief and all that stuff. So um, I've... Definitely felt bad for Excalibur having to 
<laughs> they mm. made him do a readover like during a, the middle of a, of a, a match. match. I'm yeah, like, it bro, was like, like, dude, y- y'all need to pick better times. And then at one it. point, Tony or he, even or even Shivani said something about he was like these wildfires. So it's really a good thing what we're doing here tonight. I was like, man, that statement did not but, connect at all. And no. I, was like, I, could, I could tell you were told to mention it on the, it, your it, cans. It's, it, but, it's, it is so weird because it's like it's that, and it's like if it's a good thing, you don't need to tell yourself or your yeah. or your your fans mm-hmm. that it's a good thing what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm. Um, however, I mean, still, still good. Whatever, you know, uh, food relief. I know a lot of people are suffering right now, but uh, I did want to point it out. It was part of fight for the uh, fight for the fallen. I keep wanting to say fight forever. It's yeah. really, I, I don't even know the last time they had fight for the fallen. So, anyways, uh, we opened up Orange Cassidy, Willa Yuta International Championship. Man, um, Orange starts the match by sneaking uh, Yuta with the orange punch. Uh, tried to sneak uh, uh, Yuta with the orange punch, but Yuta is able to evade. Uh, later, the fight on the outside towards the ramp for a bit before Yuta hits a, a pile driver on Cassidy on, on the on ramp. ramp, yeah. Uh, Yuta uses Brian Danielson's arm stomp as he says, I got this from Daniel. Mm-hmm, I'm like, it's mm-hmm. it's Brian. Mm-hmm. Just say his name's Brian. Daniel, yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> but the, funny, the funny thing is, it's like Kevin used, Kevin always used to do the same thing except his was passable because he kept saying Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brian is the first name and not Brian this last yeah, name, right? Yeah. But they're, they're like, it's no. the constant. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he stops to do a few jumping jacks and Hindu squats. It's uh, much to Taz's chagrin. Yuta continues to target uh, Orange already injured hand, as uh, we've been noticing again the whole bubblegum yeah. mm-hmm. duct tape shit. Uh, Yuta tries for the rope assisted rebound clothesline, but Orange counters with a basement drop kick. Follows up with a tope suicida. Yuta fights back with a su- uh, superplex on the top. Hits the big diving splash for a near fall. Yeah, it's a great splash. Like yeah. I love, the, I love the best not a lot of people know. don't do that, but. When he hits it, he makes it count. But that was a good one. I haven't seen a good yeah, one in he, a while. He puts his uh, like he's like and torso. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> orange hits a desperation Mishinoku drivers. He loads up for the orange punch when Claudio and Mox appear at ringside. Uh, so Orange stares at Mox and hits Yuta with the paradigm shift mm-hmm. um, before hitting him with the orange punch. Unable to follow up with the pin though, Yuta tries to play possum and lock in the seatbelt pin. Uh, but Orange kicks out. Orange wins via pinning combination on Yuta and immediately gets jumped by the BCC. Uh, best friends come down to make the save, but get overwhelmed quickly as they're still not 100% from the parking lot brawl. Lucha Bros come down for the save. Neither is Sue's van. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I, I tried not to give you too much money. Yeah, yeah they, they they wrecked that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it was, bro, Cesaro for was me? Like, it, it, it was really, everything was like, man, okay, this is good. It was the, oh, I got a screwdriver and I'm just gashing these tires. I was like, oh, you've done this before, Mox. It, like, it, you got a technique and everything. Like, it, that's it, what I was like, oh, oh okay. yeah, no, they, he's, they he's can't like, drive this it, out. He's like, like, man, feeling like a young boy in the middle yeah, of, uh, yeah, in the middle, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of Cincy. Yeah, that fool. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the funny thing is, is like, at the end, you see uh, Claudio come in running with the, the, uh, the uh, barricade into the and that that part it was like by the time he came in with, with the van and they hit the bar uh, the barricade into the 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 windshield I was mm-hmm. like that's that scene in uh Pineapple Express where fucking Dale Denton's like no more and then yeah yeah hundred percent he's like this oh, ends now <laughs> it was just like oh just a little overkill bro yeah yeah man uh, anyway. that's funny that, that's that yeah, that's a good that's a good visual dude uh but yeah Lucha Bros come down for the to save the best friends getting beat down then Eddie Kingston music hits for a big pop big uh, yeah. he returns uh, obviously from AEW from working the G1 tournament in New Japan. Faces get the better of the BCC as Kingston grabs a mic, challenges them to a stadium stampede match. Which I was like, I don't know how this is possible. You guys usually film it when no one's there. Well, that that's what got me was I go, do you think we already do this? And then I started looking up. I go, oh, no, it was 
it was anarchy uh, in the arena. I was like, yeah, but is that a, not the same thing? Anarchy and the then I realized is, that is, it's is, it's basically it's the same idea it with just no got, fans. Yeah, it yeah. just got rebranded. I think yeah. ones with fans, ones without fans, yeah, exactly. or whatever. Right. Yeah. So ones a daily place. No. Yeah, but <laughs> I am curious who they're gonna pick. I will say well, yeah, I didn't I, mind. I, I loved Eddie's return, but I felt like BCC looked dumb. Not post match. But what I don't like that Tony's doing is because he hasn't spent time. Building up this card, I'm sure he's spent a lot of stuff yeah, time I got, thinking about it. I got some. On it's that, just yeah. like, yo, like, stop doing the the WrestleMania thing and let's get everybody on the card and put them in multi man matches. Well, a lot, apparently, shit. a lot of people are mad that they're not on Wembley. So even though I mean, you that can't seems fit to everybody, be, no, not but at all. If you're but out it's there being doing looked at, shows, right? It, yeah. yeah, but it's I guess people are likening it to like it's their WrestleMania three, you know, like the well, biggest game. Well, some, and all I, that. I was thinking that because I was like, man, the Bucks are gonna be there. I'm like. I don't think they've ever wrestled in in, uh, in the UK, but I could be wrong. But I'm like, for a major company, I, this I mean, this is probably the WrestleMania for like you said, a lot of people. You know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, definitely. To put a, I don't know, obviously, you know, otherwise probably not. Oh, I'm sorry. Flown uh, out. Yeah, WrestleMania three or or one is what people are likening it to. So, mm. but it's, again, it, it's yeah. not you know, and I get it. It is, I mean, especially when you got the title all in and bringing it back from the original, right? So yeah. I, I, I get what, but All Out's like a few weeks after. It's the week after, bro. Yeah, it's so. the It's literally a week after. I mean, yeah, the only thing, I wasn't sure like how many partners, but we find out later it's supposed to be six on six. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Um, So it's Eddie, Eddie and his former, uh, my best friends in the world. Yeah, everybody talked about that too. Uh, how the last time we saw them together, if they're going to like canon that is like when he, he was targeting Pac, and he never. I was thinking that I mean, too. he has fought them, but his whole thing was with Pac, and I think the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He had so, that whole little thing going. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it would have been better if it was Proud and Powerful. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. That's what I thought, um, man. But would have mm-hmm. been a great way to just yeah. sell more tickets. Yep. Uh, we did get the Jr. sit down with Kenny Omega. I mean, Omega just talks about the beginnings of his relationship with Don Callis as a young kid, um, and it's. I, I like the way that that Jr. kind of gave him this look. He's like, well, I mean. You're rationalizing his, his existence, I yeah. mean, but he betrayed you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I like the fuck out yeah. of you, JR. I'm like, yeah. I like the way he you He attacked did you with a screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> like you yeah, have yeah. no reason to preserve <laughs> his good name. He's like, like, <laughs> he's your, he's your, he's your, your uncle's friend. Yeah. He considered uncle, but he, he stabbed you. Yeah. Like, yeah mm-hmm. so he's like, yeah. But uh, he talks about the beginnings of the relationship with Don Callis. Uh, talks about how he got betrayed and how he, uh, you know, as the wrestling god, he can give it and take it away when Callis crashes the interview. Uh, and they were at Daly's place, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, so they, he's taunting Omega until Omega's blindsided by the Bang Bang Gang, mm-hmm. uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White. You remember us? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd love them, dude. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right in the nest. <laughs> Juice's got the he's, energy, man. dog. Uh, eventually, Takeshita comes in and attacks him with a lead pipe, and they attack him with a 2x4 as well. I was like, God damn. Yeah, that 2x4, that one looked like... Oh, I don't think they give me that one. I was like, and the way you hear Omega, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, that's not like a grown man submitting the pain right like, there. Yo, like you sound like you got slumped with a with a with a, with a pipe like in the back. Like you were just walking, like yeah, man. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy yeah, Kerrigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, we see Hangman uh, provide footage of himself with a beer outside of a local medical facility. You see this? Yeah, that must have been the the, the big pre-tape everyone yeah. talked about. Oh, that, that's right? true. You're right. Yeah, basically criticizing Bullet Club goals. Down on Omega for no one yelling Roadhouse, and uh, like, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is not the time to joke. But I feel like it was funny, but didn't need it. Uh, lays down a challenge at All In, another multi-man match, trios action. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi versus Takeshita, Juice, and Jay White. Uh, the only thing I I I rather personally, 
I would prefer that it's Don Callis making deals versus BC Gold is part of the uh, the Don Callis family. Well, I hope well, that's the case. Well, well, but this is the thing too. Well, I think so because of what happens later in the night. Yeah, but yeah. the other thing is like, hey, we have Gold Elite versus Bullet Club Gold, and no one's talking about yeah, that. No, no. You at know all. what I mean? It's like they're both golden, mm-hmm. but no one's saying nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very but, true. And then uh, of course Hangman gets uh, called out for, hey man, you can't drink a beer here. <laughs> he just fucking downs it and leaves. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even like I mean, who knows how much he had in the because it looked like he cracked it open. If right it was there, even like, real, I mean, because it just has a horse emblem on it, yeah, so it yeah. could just be you know it's a Steve Weiser, I guess. Oh, this is actually what we feed our horses water. Yeah, this <laughs> in is cans. This, this is that water, water right here. Yeah. You, you can leave a Hangman of water. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. Uh, Don Callis Jericho entering segment. I mean, following the footage we saw, I mean, Omega obviously getting attacked by Callis and Associates. Uh, you know, they, they teased it last week, uh, Jericho, after the JS disband, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, they were going to pretty much confirm or make an announcement. But uh, this was, was weird. Jericho, he uh, makes it seem like he's going to swerve, but then he confirms and wants to join the Callis family, much to Don's surprise as well. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> wait, what, you said yes? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? That was, this is weird. And then, yeah. and then you see that he had, he had an easel set up in, in the ring to display some sort of picture that, you know, had a veil over it, but... Uh, I'm assuming they would have revealed it because uh, they had another painting similar, you know, a couple weeks ago. He had a yeah. commission for Jericho. Uh, Jericho confirms he wants to join and tries to uh, – you see Don trying to, like, rush him out of the ring to go celebrate. Talk about, he said, let's go beat up uh, Cowboys like we used to. Or yeah, some yeah, rednecks and yeah, drink, drink he, something. And, drinks, yeah. 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 Uh, but then he says, well, what about the easel? He's like, well, you got me another picture. He's like, you know, trying to, like, get him yeah. to – I want to see it. I want to celebrate with my picture. Mm-hmm. Don trying to reflect, uh, deflect, and then finally they're yeah, able to reveal it. Says, "Oh, it's another photo of bad news. Just let me know which house you want to no, send no, to." No, no, first, <laughs> then he, no, first he said that he said that, and then he tried to make it seem like, "Oh, they messed it up. I, I told him not to do this, and this yeah, is what yeah. they sent back." I was like, "Bruh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, bruh." I know uh, why you're lying to me, Don. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some stuff that I liked. Some of it, it was like whatever, but. Yeah, we did. We did see that. You know, he's holding his head like he's just a be- he's just beheaded. And it was weird. Yeah. Like, what, you, what just you thought? Because I was gonna say, no, you're gonna have me assassinated. I'm like, I don't know if you could say that. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have me beheaded. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he's like, what are you gonna send me to to rehab? Oh, mm. no, that would have been funny. Just look right into the camera, Mickey Rooney style. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been hilarious, <laughs> dude. Uh, but then you got Callus, who this was. This is a weird swerve to me. I didn't understand this really. Because he's expecting him to say no, and he has his reasons, but it's like, but he just proved you wrong. And yeah, he said, it's, yes. a, it's like, so just clean it up, bro. Like, yeah. just explain yourself. Go get a cocktail. Like, Smooth figure it, it out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but instead you go, all right, you couldn't leave well enough alone, yeah, so yeah. now guess what? It's like, You're out. Like, since, since you had to twist my arm. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's not like you've been courting him this whole time. Had like, to pull on the string. Yeah, he, he, like, he, he yeah. calls him a, in a world full of egomaniacs. Jericho's the greatest and says that he's just too stupid to see what's good for him and doesn't deserve to be in the Don Callis family. Jericho asks, who the hell is Don Callis? Because he wasn't even in the wrestling business anymore uh, until he brought him back, and no one even cared until he brought him to AW. Says Callis has ruined every personal relationship he's ever had because he's a, a piece of trash and calls him an asshole. Surprised no one said shit on this episode, by the way. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we get either Maybe. it's either asshole or goddamn. Yeah, we, yeah. It's yeah. like once you get to pull the GD out, you're yeah, like, yeah. hey, that was like five uses right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, probably. yeah. Uh, Callis slaps Jericho, and Jericho goozles him into the corner as Takeshka runs in with the chair. Jericho sees him coming though. Uh, what killed it is his hair was in his face. Yeah, and the camera yeah. cannot get it. Like it's not the camera's fault, but the, the no, Jericho no. was just not fixing it. Uh, 
He's able to counter goal now offensive until apparently one of Kalos' new hired guns, Will Ospreay, runs in and cracks Jericho with the chair. Takeshka and Ospreay then pick up and hold Jericho in place. The Don Callis uh, pretty much uh, gets the, the Luol Bono uh, mm. uh, special. <laughs> I say. love it, too. Well, you, you think you're better than me, bro? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Ospreay is just working. Like, yeah. he's, he's like, there's two people when they slide in and hit a move and then they pop back up with the swag. It's yeah, yeah. White. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, those guys, there's a few others in that. But yeah, though, that's what's so funny. That's all I keep playing around is like, yeah, he makes contact, but he does this, like, this bounce back up. Like, yeah, he's like he's the just, rock during his entrance, kind of yeah, like, that, like, that's it. You're like, right. You know, like, like, this is light work, bro. bro like, like, you know, I, I just came off of, I came off a jet to the States to hit you, bro. This ain't none. This ain't <laughs> yeah. none, my man. Yeah, man. Uh, Jack Perry, video package announcing he's going to retire the FTW championship next week on Dynamite. Yeah. So, who do you think is going to come out? You think he's going to get chucked out? I don't want it to be Rhino. I mean, but. If if Jerry's think, not taking a bump and we can get one last crew, uh, I think uh, cradle, it's, I think dope. it's I think it's Hook returning. Oh, he's that's gonna, true. I think yeah, he's going to challenge him. You're right, he's, he's probably for the FTW title at All In, maybe. And I think he will retire himself. Because, I think yeah, the right. It, yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's more about the right person retiring. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and and it's just knowing that they're not fighting over anything really. No, you I know, mean, it's, he, there's I'm no surprised. ranking system. There's no division no. for it. It gets defended, but it's like. Not like if it's the ROH TV title or something, you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm surprised they didn't try to bring back Sabu again, since he's, yeah, yeah. since he's one of the uh, FTW champions. But I don't know if I would have want to see it. Well, remember a lot of his old tweets surfaced the weekend of Double or Nothing. They too, didn't surface. So. People were just like, yeah. "Hey, remember this?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had Nick Wayne and Darby versus the Gates of Agony. Um, Gates of Agony attacked Darby and Nick Wayne during their mm-hmm. entrance. I'm like, finally, they look pretty good in this yeah, match. Yeah, except say. for the this one spot, but I'll get there. Uh, match star swerve music hits as he and A.R. Fox come uh, walking out with chairs in hand. A.R. holding the bloody tank top. Uh, Nick Wayne able to hit a suicide dive early on Bishop Khan, but Gates of Agony fuck up both Darby and Nick Wayne on the outside yeah. before picture in picture. Have you seen A.R. wear that tank top, by yes, the way? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. It, it reminds me of like some Brody shit, but a yeah. little bit of, uh, uh, I can't remember that movie. Uh, Captain, um, Spaulding. Thank you. Oh, Hell's Reject. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we see AR and Swerve using the chairs to sit and watch the tag match. Uh, and at one point, Nick Wayne tries to hit the Wayne's World cutter off out of the corner. Did you see this shit? Yeah. And then Lo- Toa just fucking blind tagged in and just pounced the fuck out, this out dude of him, mid-air. bro. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to take the move instead when he yeah. rushed over. Yeah. I thought he was going to, like, catch him or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started shortening it. I said the GOA isolate and dominate Wayne for a bit before Darby gets the hot tag, hits the immediate cannonball tope on Leona with a little hang time. Because mm-hmm. he he's like, yo, he didn't really move him. No. He's just stuck in the air because he's trying to land. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> uh, before he gets a crucifix driver super kick combo with Wayne on Bishop Con for a near fall. Uh, GOA hit a version of the demolition decapitation. Ultimately, Darby and Wayne. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't hurt Con. Because he did it with a headbutt. Yeah. And it looked cool, but then you see him land on Khan's Yeah, like, like his knee crumpled. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, don't I mean, do and, that and, again. And, the size, and when you think about the, the sandwich between exactly, his bro. leg and his like, And the size of Toa alone. Like, Jesus, bro, yeah. going to be a good... Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they... um. Wayne and uh and Darby they get the win after Wayne hits the uh, Wayne's World on Khan and Darby and Wayne both climb the same turnbuckle as uh, Wayne takes out Leona on the outside with a moonsault and Darby hits uh, pins Khan with the coffin drop. My only complaint was a spot that saw Leona sell for Wayne with a Hurricane Rana spot off the apron where he front flip bumped yeah onto the floor. I was so like, don't get me wrong, like selling wise. 
it, it makes, looked it looked like that would happen, but, but when you weight, look at the size difference, yeah, right? Yeah. To move weight bigger than you, you have to have some sort of momentum. Yeah. And it's like, bro, that's and not it. And you see him push off the top rope yeah. to even get. Yeah. yeah, yeah for so sure. that was my only thing. But, I mean, it wasn't like crazy stuff we've seen before, like Don yeah. Cato kneeling for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, post-match is when it looks like Swerve and AR about to attack Darby and Wayne with the chairs. Sting appears on screen with Nana. As he dips a little into the Joker Sting promo yeah. delivery for sure mm-hmm. and just mentally tortures the guy uh, for a bit before telling AR to have eyes in the back of his head 24-7. Uh, Nana manages to run away and Sting is just kind of having fun with the promo much to the yeah, fans. Yeah, nah, like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I was like, this is no pre-tape. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, we did get, uh, speaking of pre-tape, we had a MJF Adam Cole pre-tape. Uh, this wasn't bad. I mean, whatever. Uh, there, it, it was there, funnier than the ball or not the ball, yeah, the we've trampoline. Seen, we've seen WWE fail at this when yeah. it's too corny, so this yeah. wasn't too bad. So mm-hmm. they, he met him outside a restaurant, said that <laughs> we're at the holiest of their places, and reveals the restaurant to be Outback Steakhouse. It, what, what popped me was like the fact that Cole was immediately hyped. It was like, I love Outback. He's like, Don't fraternize with the enemy. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fall victim to the blooming onion, though, as MGF is convinced uh, they don't stand a chance. Against Aussie Open, Cole slaps him and says they're going to go watch Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2, but MJF's more into the kangaroo boxing on his mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this whole thing about like inflatable crocodiles in a kiddie pool. And shout out to Charlie. And ac- accents as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you don't know Charlie, Charlie, is, he's a backstage hand, but yeah. uh, most importantly, one of the prop guys. He's the one yeah. that, that got together that bed of nails. Yeah. No, for, he, uh, and he, he used to be a worker too. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know if he still does, but I, I yeah. Think, I think he may, I think Darby may have got him in. I think that's how mm. he uh, may have gotten his way in. But yeah, he's usually on the Sammy vlogs and stuff. But I thought it was cool that he got a little little shine. And then we got a little bit of a uh, rewind re, uh, from Money in the Bank um, where, you know, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, except instead of Vince McMahon. That's, yeah, it's not yeah. a bad comparative comparison. Yeah, I mean, what else? Tony, did- I mean, I was like, this is clearly pre recorded audio of him yelling through the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless he's like really flying on Addy, and if which case he wouldn't be taking those glasses off to let people know. <laughs> well, that, I was gonna say that was the only thing I think was funny was everything he did, and that was actually well done in a sense where you're like, oh wow, Tony's actually showing up in this, and it's, yeah, you don't really I hardly ever see him show up in anything. Yeah, so. that's not an announcement. You yeah, know, yeah, because when you see just the name on the on the locker room and you hear the the, yeah. the audio, you're like, oh, okay, I see. But the then when he makes think, an appearance, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And then you got MGF looking like he's a little bit shook. <laughs> yeah, I just love how he said, yeah, thing, when so. he said, that, yeah, I thought that was funny, and he popped. He's like, what was that? But uh, when he put the sunglasses on, I was literally, I was like, there he is. There's the Tony Khan that, that, that we yeah. could cringe at. You know, yeah. because it was like why it wasn't, clean. It wasn't clean yeah it wasn't clean but, but it, it was uh but uh, after we do we see a red ferrari with the plates better than you on the back it's mm-hmm. adam cole and mgf both took me out. a second to, to decipher that but yeah, yeah me too I, ain't gonna, I was like oh they took out the vowels <laughs> mm-hmm. uh they had a planned segment but uh, mgf says he has to take a dump from the nashville hot fried chicken he ate as he says he'll meet cole out there they both walk off screen we see roddy's blonde bland soft ass Sorry, man. They've ruined you, dude. Like, this story is ruined. Him. I don't want to say he's ruined. It's not worse than what NXT had him do floating around, well, but it's not doing is, him any favors. This is why, right yeah, yeah. It's not doing him favors when this is what they're giving him, and he's hitting it out the park. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to hit it at the park to look this desperate. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, he comes running in, neck braced, yelling, Adam! 
dumb. And tries yeah. to kick the fucking yeah, car and hurts his foot. And I'm yeah. just like, Jesus. He has to ice it. Like kind shit. of bumbling. Yeah. yeah, they got him looking like a bumbling fool. Well, dude. my like, thing was like, I don't get me wrong. I don't like what happened, but it was better than let me lean on you guys for a big hug yeah. last week. You know, yeah. I was like, that made you it, look soft. No bro. lie. He could have just sat there by himself, but when they came in and said, well, we're going to walk out with no music and just group hug and just stare at you, Adam, because yeah, yeah. shame. Yeah. Like, I was like, this yeah. is lame. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, MJF, Cole, in-ring segment. Um, MJF starts off uh, with a city-positive introduction, uncharacteristically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tells Cole to talk to all the tens I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, what is going on? Uh, both men had a strong story time promo to exemplify what the match means to them. They get a little uh, catty, but nothing too personal in terms of selling the match. Uh, they do get ambushed by Aussie Open, though, before uh, getting the upper hand and sending them running after trying for the double clothesline. Uh, Cole T's going for the super kick on M- uh, MJF behind his back, though, which mm-hmm. was certainly an interesting flow in the ongoing And the story. timing of resetting, too, was pretty good. Like, Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure everyone was expecting, was expecting or is still, MJF to eventually turn on Cole. But, uh, so, I mean, to see that, I was like, oh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Cole's the, the heel. I don't know. We did get a shot of Roddy with his neck brace again, watching Cole and MJF in the in the ring, uh, backstage with the Kingdom icing his foot from earlier. Yeah, it's just like I'd rather you guys just roll together by now. Like, fuck it, man, go for the trios. I wouldn't have been mad fuck? if Adam Cole came back with with the Kingdom. I, to be I, I wouldn't have been mad either because it would have gave him something. It would have gave him something other than mm-hmm. it's a, 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 a face. Cole is still weird to me. I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the MJF thing, I don't know if I'd be that into it. So. We did get a Jericho backstage promo. Talks about him and Osprey already supposed to, you know, face each other before the, the pandemic, but says no pandemic can stop them. Now, as he lays down the challenge against Osprey for all in, in Wembley, where he promises to embarrass him from his family, his missus, and his countrymen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on a good roll, and then, as usual, he goes too hard at the end. Yeah, and tries yeah. To ruin it. Yeah, and then what, that had that awkward walk off. Yeah, I'm staring at the stare. camera. Yeah. That's what, yeah, 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 I, yeah, that's what I chose. Yeah, well, to, yeah. yeah. that's what I left it on. Yeah, yeah I say that, that's that uh, Family Guy joke. I don't know if that's funny enough to uh, to, to leave on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I did. Yeah, I did like how he did talk about how this was supposed to happen prior, and now there's no. What do you say? No uh, pandemic, pandemic in the world, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I did like that line. So we yeah, had the worst piece of business. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Jarrett, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I saw this advertised last week when I watched Rampage. I I found out about this when I went to go record the the second episode when the last one didn't work Mm -hmm. out. And I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? Oh, on Rampage. And it did say championship match. So I was like, oh, please don't have a belt. And then I kept seeing the the graphics. I go, okay, it doesn't say championship on the match. It's just his death match. Okay, maybe they're going to. And then, of course, they bring out the belt at the end. I was like, I didn't "Ah." didn't see that, but I did see the pictures from speedy photo where they took pictures of whoever it was that was under mm-hmm. that was under the hood as leatherface was uh, it's, uh, posing with the pictures dean alexander i guess he it was he frequented uh oh dark dean AW no dark. no i know he's the guy that they got doing like the the psycho gimmick and like the mind reading gimmick on um on uh bte oh okay i was yeah. okay um he i think he trapped somebody in the trunk once <laughs> okay that sounds on no i'm sorry it's sammy the sammy that's the sammy vlog that's why oh, i got okay. mixed up yeah my bad anyways yeah, some reason this match starts with Jeff going, being the only one to make his entrance, where we see him, like, curiously climbing down to the ramp area that has, like, this red lighting around it and just gets ambushed by both Jarrett's. I mean, his boys come out, and they, like, Matt Hardy gets involved, pours blood all over the Jarrett's. It's they, a mess. They're, they're, they're like, they, the whole thing is a fucking yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, I think that's car oil. And I'm like, no, bro. Yeah. Like, you, just say that it's it's, it's for a fact. Like, you don't have to, you like, act ha- like it's real. You like, have the people who admired the shots that they did. 
And then the other, who probably weren't wrestling fans, and the other half thought it was shit. Yeah. And then it was shit. Uh, you know, between that and there was something, a lot of people thought it was bad taste to have a death match the night of a fight for the fallen. You know, what I mean, it's like nah, they're it's not like they're celebrating fight for the fallen because of the soldiers. They're doing it for the whole different reason. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm, I don't. Know. I'm sure this was in place before they decided. Well, to, that's what it was built on. Yeah. I think was was wounded uh, vets and stuff yeah, like that. that but, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, if the guy was a former uh, soldier, I guess y'all would have been like, hell yeah, kick his ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, if it was I mean, like no. AR Fox or fucking, I don't Karen know. Karen was way too. Oh, she was. Everybody, this shouldn't even have been too, a singles match. This shit was just a match. But yeah. It wasn't, I mean, look, like, you said, there, there was like a, a time, like, you're trying to call it, like, the commentary can't even call the action through the red lighting. Because they can't, it's difficult to see. They're like, I think he's hiding. Yeah, they think, they think, like, they're like, they're they're calling shit that they think is happening. I don't know, man. The thing that was weird is they end up, you know, uh, you know, uh, fighting out towards the, the, the ramp area, and then they finally get towards the ring, and then just some random ass smoke starts emanating from under the ring, and nothing happens. You're thinking someone's coming out or something. Nothing. Yeah, I thought, I thought. I thought we were gonna get that like underneath the ring reveal. I thought so. Like I didn't. Uh, know, I didn't know what was. I don't know. You know. Well, I, mean? I knew. I knew Leatherface, quote unquote, supposed to be yeah, part. So that's yeah, why I was well, like, the, "Is this where we do it?" And then yeah, was like, that's what I was like. Just get it out the way. And I was, I was like, like, "You got an entrance? Nothing." <laughs> yeah, this one got a, Jeff Jarrett didn't get no entrance. Mm. Uh, got I a mean, big boot though. He did uh, put Jarrett through the table. Uh, mm-hmm. He just squashes him through the table yeah, with the swanton. Dead, the dead weight swanton. Uh, but Lethal interrupts the count, and shit just gets even more messy. Way too many bodies get involved, including fucking Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Not even This is why I wrote, not even going to address this embarrassing bullshit. Jeff Jarrett won after Lethal attacked him with attacked Jeff with a hammer and then sat him seeing his a huge choke slam as they pulled Jarrett over for the pin. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know what this did for anybody. Like, Nothing. halfway through, you see him doing it, you're like, fuck, I can't believe we're doing this live. Apparently, the network was very pleased. Oh, well, that's all the only people that matter then. Because I was going to say, like, I, I, I tell, you see the Jarrett's, you could tell they're like, what are we doing? Like, why are we filming this live? Like, filming this live seems so silly. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt Baker uh, did beat the Bunny fatal four, uh, for the Fatal 4-Way uh, tournament match spot. Uh, about a 10-minute match via the curb stomp. Um, we'll be headed to All In at Wembley against Tony Storm, Soraya, and, uh, or Soraya and uh, Hikaru Shida. For the women's title, yeah, which we I think we kind of knew. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I think we telegraphed this last week. I mean, well, yeah. I will say Bunny did have a uh, a better outing than yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, um, a claim were scheduled to face a jobber tag team, but the lights go out. They get jumped by House of Black, and instead, uh, Brody <laughs> uh, Brody just opens up Caster with the, the huge chain he wears, and they leave both uh, he and Bowen's. I was gonna say I think it might have been Max's first time getting color on t- I think TV so. for sure, but yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they just leave with Billy's. I, I was like, yo, why do you keep stealing people's shit? First it was like Andrade's <laughs> mask. mask. Yeah. And then now you're like, well, now we got some boobs. Yeah. Uh, now we get to the main event, man. Uh, young Bucks and the guns. Uh, Bucks super kick the guns during their entrance and this, attack, attack them on the ramp. This was a fun match. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, not a fan of the finish. It was kind of a botch finish yeah. to me. Uh, Matt hits a running dive and cross body to both guns, take them out. Uh, the guns are actually able to regain momentum, though, by the time the bell officially rings. Bucks get the blind tag in, do some uh, tag team maneuvers, including a double 10-count punch and some uh, dozy doe action in the corners. Guns pull some cheap shots that regain momentum, though, uh, and they keep Matt isolated throughout the uh, picture-in-picture. Guns showing some ring savvy, though. They cut off Matt multiple times as he's trying to get the hot tag to Nick. Uh, Matt finally gets it, though, and Nick hits a diving double crossbody to the guns and uh, starts doing vintage Nick Jackson shit. He goes just pretty much slick Nick mode. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Matt Jackson hits the assist of Slice Bread, which is one of my favorite tag moves that they do. Yep. Uh, as well, and they try for the BTE trigger on Austin, but Colton is there to break it up. 
Guns hit Matt with the 310 to Yuma, uh, though commentary forget what it's called immediately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick breaks it up this time with a diving foot stomp. Uh, the finish was kind of weak. Uh, that foot stomp was a little crucial. He smooshed him. Yeah, I was like, man, I hope you that's C4 <laughs> you, 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 heard, you heard what he said? He's like, you don't need kidneys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, God yeah. damn. Because yeah. I low-key thought he slid off and, and, and kind of like basement drop kicked his own brother when he hit yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that's how it seemed, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, it was, like I said, kind of a weak little – uh, I mean, Austin like uh, Austin tries to mock Kenny to go for the V trigger. Matt counters for with a pin. Austin rolls through with a pin of his own, and then his brother is there on, at ringside to like hold his arms for more leverage behind the ref's back. But New- Nick is there to super kick him, which also breaks up that pin, allowing Matt to roll into another pin. With Nick giving Matt the leverage now with the arms, which was just I don't know why. Yeah, it was needed, a messy pin. They didn't need to do that like against. A team like the Bucks, yeah, they're former tag champs, but it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. the Bucks don't need to do the, that. He's about, or the Bucks again? The Bucks don't need to do that to win against the Guns. Yeah, I think they were just trying to protect the Guns, low key. But they're already in like I don't know. It yeah. Just, I mean, because to me, I felt like the Guns had a really good outing. I mean, especially a lot of the the crotch chop stuff, the way they were planning it, and the way you know, I, know, I can see Austin a lot always of be going ham. So I, yeah. I, can't, I can't tell. Then I saw what's his name, Austin was doing a lot of the uh, shaky leg stuff. That he's I, been I kept doing. seeing that. Uh, I, was, I was like, I was like, so you don't want to be the outlaws? Are, are you guys the new new age outlaws? Like, kind of. Yeah. We're the modern age outlaws. We're the Gen Z outlaws. Uh, I don't know. Post match. Uh, Bullet Club Gold come out, jump the Bucks. Hangman and Omega aren't at the arena, obviously. Guns have Nick pinned down as Jay and Juice try to pilmanize. Uh, Matt's already injured bicep until FDR's music hits. They sneak Bullet Club Gold from behind. This was also bad timing. I don't yep. know what, t- what took so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, FDR hit Juice uh, with a shatter machine, and the Bucks almost catch Jay with a double super kick uh, before one of the guns pull him out the ring. But behind the Bucks, FTR looked primed to hit one of them with a shatter machine. Bucks finally turn around as FTR playing mind games with them, heading to their rubber match. That and close. We're all, all in. That close. And that was it. That was uh, that was AEW, man. Boom. That was dynamite. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and then uh, we'll get we'll catch the up with news. Predictions obviously. should be fun next week, too, for all in, I think. Is that next week? That yeah, is next, next week. Sunday, yeah. Shite. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. We're, Came up quick. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if Tony knows. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll be right back uh, with the news. Featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. Yep. We are back. Yes, sir. Want to take us through the uh, the headlines, sir? I mean, I, I have something of my own that came in uh, this morning. I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. But let's uh, let's, yeah, let's catch everybody up. Yeah, yeah. No problem, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, first, we'll kick it off with some WWE news. Um, you know, you guys may have already be in the know, but uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, we have talked about he has been off screen dealing with some personal things. It was said to be illness. It's now been revealed by Fightful that it was a um, life-threatening and career-threatening illness. I believe his dad actually shed some light on it, too. Mike, yeah. Mike Rotunda. Oh, yeah, IRS, yeah. IRS the shyster. Is, yeah. Um, but it says the illness has sidelined uh, him for most of 2023. Uh, Selectus says uh, they reported as much, noting, fortunately, that the uh, former Universal Champion has improved significantly. And uh, apparently there have already started being pitches uh, being drawn oh, up for okay, him. Okay, that's cool. Um, 
They uh, they said he's getting closer to a clearance after almost six months without it. Mm. Uh, says he had battled an illness that we won't disclose in the company. And Wyatt have been taking extra precautions to make sure that his long-term health is accounted for. Uh, but, yeah, he isn't actively cleared. But, it, it, like I said, it looks like they're looking to – They're working towards that Towards direction. September, possibly. So, oh, okay. But he's recuperating, doing fine, ready to get back. So, uh, And then moving on, uh, uh, we had a little bit of things I wanted to bring up. Or not a little bit of things, but just one thing, really, um, that I was notable is Triple H. Um, you know, with the finalization of this merger with uh, Endeavor and WWE, it looks like Triple H will no longer be on the board. Board of directors after the this, sale yeah. is confirmed. Um, yeah, I mean, the I guess it's being called the TKO TKO Group. I guess uh, is the official name for UFC and WWE. Although I don't know why they just don't call it Endeavor. But um, apparently, he has been on the board of directors since 2015. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that was brought about and what that changes in terms. Yeah, of Yeah, I mean, you know? I don't think it has anything to do with. Uh talent relations or what they got going creatively with them because the board of directors are more like company based so Mm -hmm. i'm wondering what it is that's going to be missing as far as his voice not being in that room now exactly if anything he could have been agreeing with everything so we don't know yeah and then brandon thurston again from wrestlenomics Mm -hmm. he also padded that with again i think last week he said he was assuming cuts are coming he confirmed that endeavor ceo ari emmanuel added that plans are underway to make cost savings and synergies happen immediately upon closing of the sale so uh, but moving on, uh, someone that we had not seen since November of 2022, R-Truth. Uh, he suffered a torn quad during an yeah. NXT match against Grayson Waller. And uh, actually, he tweeted not too long ago showing that he was at the Performance Center. So it uh, looks like he's uh, getting back the to ring-ready ring, uh, ring shape. And you know, The so. irony is they, they've been kind of teasing whether or not like they're gonna, they want to put like Miz and Grayson together. Because hmm. they had like this moment in the Battle Royal. At oh, okay. Slam. Really? And the funny thing is, I'm like, well, they both be the guys who are responsible for hurting our truth on the same spot. So. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, so, which is crazy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, if you guys haven't already known, I'm sure you do. Lacey Evans has uh, now been officially moved to WWE's alumni roster following the expiration of her contract. And I want to make that very clear because. Um, uh, real name, I believe, is uh, was Macy, it? Macy Estrella. Estrella. Yeah, there you go. Uh, she had wrote, when the clock strikes 12, you will address me as Macy Estrella from here on out. Oh, and this jacket is up for grabs. Be on the lookout. Uh, in the photo, it's a jacket that actually has her likeness uh, or her former likeness, Lacey Evans, on there. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if she's looking to get into more wrestling. I know she's going to open a diner soon. I, I but, saw uh, that she wrote motivational speaker on her bio, so she may be getting into that. Hmm. Well, I know she also tweeted a photo, and it said, first OF post. Oh. And it says, President Hard at Work on White House Desk. But I didn't know what that meant. I feel like she was, maybe it wasn't OF, but I know she was doing her own pictures before. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Uh, poor Meltzer, like I said, it was not a termination or release. It was a uh, uh, her yeah. j- them just letting the contract expire. And I she mean, had, been, had a seven-year working relationship with WWE. So. I mean, when you think about it, she couldn't, it's not like, she had no connection whether to be hated or she wasn't bad know. in NXT. She started getting yeah. good steam as a face and then she got yeah. called up. I remember when remember, And it didn't make sense that she got called up so because I remember she was even part of the download uh, uh content that year. And it was like, man, this is way too quick. You, you remember uh when NXT was doing like kind of like those the they changed they changed uh places for a little bit and they were doing like those uh like uh studio shows? Yeah. 
And I remember she had a, a pretty big match in one of those when they were filming those, too. She was getting a lot of play in NXT back then. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, she just – they just couldn't couldn't make it work. I don't blame them. You know, they just had to cut bait. I mean, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure everyone's – happier on every on every side of it so yeah no definitely but moving on with uh people who also might not be staying who knows i don't want to put too much on this but uh edge the rated r superstar tonight has a match against sheamus in his hometown of toronto and it's actually the last match on his current wwe contract and he uh recently uh made a comment saying Here's what I can honestly say. This isn't the answer everyone wants. I truly don't know. I really, really, with 100% truth, can say I don't know. That's strange for me, but I don't. I really don't. I've put some thought into it, but not a lot. This is the last match of my current contract. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I probably won't know until I get to the locker room that night and decompress. Let all the anxiety and tension that I never used to have before I performed uh, that I have now. That's strange for me. It makes it that much harder to do this. I'm going to be 50 in October. It's not easy anymore. Before, but I used to take for granted granted to be able to do now there is a process and a fallout there's a lot it's my dream gig but it's getting really hard now and uh so you know obviously that got the speculation station starting up you know with whoa could it be you know all elite soon and re, you know reunite with christian cage and all that stuff and that was only sparked a little bit more when aw started dax harwood which we've talked about on here as is a close friend of edge and his yeah. family and i believe they they live in the same neighborhood and all that stuff and he you know Dax posted a photo of him with both Beth and Edge. So, you know, it was like a day or two after those comments from the, I think it's ET Canada that he spoke to, um, you know, came out. So, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, would that be cool? Definitely. Do I see it happening? I don't know. I mean, it is Edge, but I feel like he owes a lot to WWE. So it's hard to see him wanting to do that unless it's just a thing like Jericho where he's it's like there's nothing d- else yeah, I can do. He's been a WWE guy since the beginning. So mm-hmm. it is. But then so is Christian. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to think about that. Some guys that end up moving over to AEW, they're like, I mean, even, yeah, it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't doubt. But, you know, you did bring up Dax. Um, I didn't want to step over uh, any more WWE news. I don't know if it was worth bringing up this cash news. Um, I don't know if you heard, but he had gotten uh, arrested earlier this, uh, this morning. No, I mean, yeah, you had talked about. It. I was wondering what what happened. Was it like a driving so, thing, or was he no, dri- no, no, DUI? So check this out. Oh, no. All right, yeah. Um, I was sent this the the his uh, mugshot, mm. and I was like, what in the fuck? I don't. Well, so it says. Yeah. Breaking AW's Cash Wheeler was arrested and charged by the Orlando Police Department on Friday morning with one count of aggravated assault with a firearm. Oh man. Pistol whip somebody. Uh, I, I, but this, this is, so uh, again, shout out to uh, Stellar J, aka Justin Lopez, Pros and Spotlight. We were like going in on this, like, yo, this dude has a, a kind of a legendary flex on this. Uh, and, and I'll get you to see it. But yeah, he, he sent me, um, he sent Daniel Marshall Wheeler to get, got the whole uh, mm-hmm. situation. He had a $2,500 bond. CM Punk bonded him out. Oh, okay. So, um, and I was confused. I'm like, wait. Like, don't they live in North Carolina? I guess only only Dax does. Then I was like, wait, they were just in Nashville. Yeah. Were they in Orlando for, like, uh, a rampage or a collision taping or something? And I guess this is – we don't know what exactly happened, but this is what we do know. Uh, Cash uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Um, there's – oh, here it goes. From Sean Rass. 
Sean Rassop, he said uh, AW responded to his request uh, for a statement on Cash Wheeler's arrest for aggravated assault with a firearm. AW has been made aware of uh, the charge, and we are closely monitoring the situation. He's fully cooperating with local authorities. It says uh, Wheeler was arrested early Friday by the Orlando Police Department and was booked in circuit court, according to county records. The Orlando Sentinel ran a report on the arrest this morning, which was the information I gave you about the bond. Mm. And it says Cash Wheeler is slated for a 1 p.m. hearing this afternoon, meaning today, as this episode comes out. And this is why we could, we say he had a flex. A warrant for his arrest regarding this charge was filed July 28th. So he was giving us one-hour tag matches, <laughs> making sure he wasn't – he's a wanted man in his own hometown. That's funny. But he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to keep catching these flights and yeah. making towns and giving y'all classics. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm just like, working. Because when I heard – I saw July 20th, I'm like – Bro, you just did a trios match with the House of Black, and you're like saying. acting like I ain't got. I, I'm just gonna go home to see my family. Like they ain't, they ain't looking for me. That's crazy. I'm like, yo, that's. I wonder if they were waiting for him on, uh, on the flight. D- back, maybe. Well, it says, uh, yeah, he said he uh, he pled not guilty to the charge of aggravated assault with a firearm via his attorney with the Circuit Court of Orange County, Florida, on August 3rd. Uh, the charge is considered a third degree felony in state of Florida. So that's why I was kind of like, are they gonna? Is this gonna prevent him from flying? Usually, felonies are kind of a uh, difficult thing to fly with when you're trying to go and get into another country you know what i mean i don't know yeah. how this was gonna affect wembley um but yeah so whatever the incident led to the arrest it happened several weeks ago it was not something that took place overnight um and also added to that without giving away too much um it says that he can still be admitted to the uk it just depends on his bail terms uh he wasn't uh he hasn't been convicted yet and only just been charged so a felony like could con- happen in a week but it yeah. Said, yeah it said a felony conviction will exclude him from entry to the uk but it just it's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, yeah. But, but conviction, like you said, that's the word. I mean, yeah. well, just before uh, d- I'll, I'll get back to AW in a second. Just wanted to add this last little bit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. ESPN has a uh, confirmed interest in WWE TV programming rights. Mm. Uh, the president of content, Burke Magnus, with ESPN, uh, he said, if their rights are available and there is a deal for us that works and a deal for them that works with us, it's a possibility. There is no hesitation anymore from a brand perspective or from a live event versus scripted perspective. Their fans and our viewers, there is a tremendous overlap. So I, that was interesting. I do have one piece of uh, uh, WWE uh, news real short from Oscar. Uh, I was I was gonna cover that, but I, I was oh, gonna oh. chop it short because I'm I'm running a little low on time. But yeah, it, go ahead. No, yeah, it's just, she. It was just weird. She just pretty much called out Stardom. Yeah. Um, said that it was an organization created to defeat her. And yeah. That, that she said it's it's created personally to destroy her. Uh, quote: They failed to defeat me. I don't know what happened to them after that because I came to America. It was just. The timing of it was weird because it got swept under the rug during the CM Punk stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was. Mm. Yeah, I saw she was somehow she has comrades in arms now with Triple H and Becky and uh, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it, it's it's a it's a pretty long story to get into. Yeah, but, uh, I was going to say, you don't see stuff like this from Oscar normally, so I thought it was interesting just to mention. But my bad. Go ahead. No, dude. you're good. And then uh, uh, just a minor thing in AEW, and then we'll get to obviously the big meat and potato story with all things CM Punk. Um, should be noted there were several stars backstage at AEW Dynamite recently at the uh, – I believe it, it was the Nashville taping recently, C.J. Perry and Summer Rae, uh, which was interesting because Summer Rae was actually Miro's on screen, yeah. you know, at one point. But uh, off there? Well, yeah, bring the whole right. band back. But, uh, you know, she said she's been wanting to do more wrestling appearances. Uh, last time we saw her was Royal Rumble 2022. But, C.J. or Summer, uh, Summer Rae? Okay. So, but they were both backstage as well as Dave Arquette. And then mm. at the Columbus, Ohio taping, which I think was a week prior, um, 
uh, Jay Cargo was there, which I thought was a good to note because obviously she was taking a hiatus, which was and it, you know yeah. was agreed upon, and then a lot of people yeah. were hitting her up about when she's coming back, and she was kind of working them a bit, and like, I think I, I may not come back, yeah, yeah kind of thing. But she is still yeah. contracted to the company, so it's just yeah, you figured know, as much, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, here we go. All things CM Punk. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, the uh, sort of the thing that started this whole deal was there was a promo that was cut off uh i guess off air by cm punk uh where he basically and i'm just gonna try to oh oh, he cut it after that's okay my bad yeah, when you yeah. say cut off air i'm like Dang. oh i'm sorry cm punk cut cut it on hangman yeah while they were in north carolina but yeah it was after the show went off, went off there yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know even saying thing talked about the merchandise mover or who moves merchandise the peg warmer the peg warmer yeah. toys that hangman has um but I, and it's true to it, but yeah. It's... But what I will also say is like Walmart exclusives tend to overproduce. You know what I mean? So you'll always find a lot. And at first you won't find them. And then they'll have a bunch of them, right? You know, when they're not as hot, you know, so yeah, that's they not ne- specific they, to Hangman. They never have current figs of what's out right now in the Yeah, very, very, yeah. yeah, you know, so, um, but yeah, you know, he, he had this whole thing and how he said people say they're the, 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 you know, heart and soul or the soul and the spirit of AW, but, you know, he, he basically feels he is, you know, and kind of went off that. So this is kind of what started things because people, you know, it turned into a, oh, is this a work? Is this a shoot? Um, you know, there was things I heard personally where it was Punk trying to claim that, you know, they were in Carolina, so he was trying to get some cheap heat. But from, uh, you know, the quote I have here, it says, in regards to Hangman Page and Punk, we were flat out told the promo after collusion, uh, after collision was not a work or a planned thing that Page was involved in. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it says that the situation was not a work on Hangman's end as of publishing this article, though many on Collision have said they believe Punk was trying to work himself into an angle with those close with the elite say that uh, it's these kind of situations that make them want to distance themselves from Punk even more. Yeah, of course, because you're, yeah. you're, you're asking someone to uh, co-op or like participate in something they have no idea you have planned. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. kind of, it goes, it's, 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 the, it's the going on in the business for yourself sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, Khan was asked about this at a recent press uh, presser, and he just said, you know, in terms of wanting to bring in on it, he goes, no, not really. I thought we had a great show on Saturday night, though, but I don't have anything further to comment on. You know, and it's he's, just like, he's, well, he's then, a terrible leader. I'm, I'm telling you that. I don't want to say he's a terrible I mean, leader. Well, I, when think it comes to the PR, inex- I think he's inexperienced. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, treats, he treats it like it's another football club he owns, and it's not. It's pro wrestling, so he has to give some sort of – yeah, I don't know. I, I I do think he should, he needs to be humbled a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, CM Punk, CM Punk. But someone, uh, Brian Alvarez did talk about the morale right now. He says uh, the the locker room they are not happy right now. I think uh, I, I think that morale was worse around the time of brawl out. That being said, but this would be the second worst time. I don't really know about that from talking to people regularly. It might actually be worse now. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just so unhappy with Tony. Um, like, why is he allowing all this to happen? Guys like Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy, which, if you you know, to bring that up, they yeah. were sent home from a collision taping uh, along with a few other names, um, you know. And it's kind of weird because they, you know, it, at first it's being said that anyone that's kind of on this, like, I guess, blacklist of names that Punk doesn't want to work with stemming from all the stuff from the all-out brawl-out stuff, which I think Matt might have been vocal in terms of his support for the elite, but I don't think he ever said anything disparaging I about mean, Punk, but obviously yeah. Punk and Hardy have their own history, too. I, I mean, Jeff definitely does with, with Punk. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if any of that stuff even means anything to either of them anymore, but 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But but it's, yeah, Alvarez basically said morale's in the toilet. Um, you yeah, know, it feels like and, it. Uh, SES Scoops has also said that a lot of people are upset about Wembley, like we talked about earlier. Says maybe if it were just Wembley, it'd be different. But with everything that's happened over the last year, it's becoming the one major issue. People want to know if they're going to London, what the card is going to be. It's a show everyone wants to be on. It's like a WrestleMania three or maybe a WrestleMania one, but there isn't any urgency, and people are scared that it's not going to live up to the moment. You know, of all the ticket sales and stuff. Uh, but then other that people. That is a very real reality. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people saying that, you know, uh, someone else said they're not sure why everyone's disgruntled about it because he did say in the presser after Forbidden Door that Wembley would be a card that would take time to build. Uh, he did say that, yeah. And then Tony even said injuries are going to make uh, this the, uh, like the first Forbidden Door show when things were developed and scheduled late because, you know, obviously. You would have liked the Danielson on the card, but he broke his arm. Like a few people got hurt from yeah. Forbidden Door that kind of scrapped some of the original plans, yeah. you know. So another thing that happened though, because you know, there's things with Ryan Nemeth that happened. Ryan Nemeth apparently tweeted out something uh, along the lines of, uh, you know, literally the softest man alive, which yeah. is in response to Punk's opening yeah, promo. Yeah, comeback promo you know, for a, a collision. Yeah, about yeah. fans being softer than the wrestlers they they like and idolize. Basically, uh, there's. Two different stories where it's saying that at Dynamite, PW Torch had sources indicate that Punk confronted Nemeth in the locker room. Uh, the story conveyed to PW Torch is that Punk cornered Nemeth in the locker room, got inches from his face, angrily and aggressively asked if they had a problem, if they needed to settle things outside. Punk cited to Nemeth that his comments on Twitter inflame existing tensions and that the optics of the tweet sent a bad message. This incident was witnessed by numerous wrestlers and was characterized as awkward and weird, especially if that's what was said, because it's like, no, bro, your say, promo yeah. incited tensions bro, and stuff. Like, yeah. you didn't have to say that. Like, he, But he does that all the time. He says he, he needles and he put like... I get trying to blur the lines and and, trying and then gets to, at you for reacting. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know, like it's just stuff. Like if again, if that's what he's saying, which but I don't think that's what he's saying verbatim, but I can't imagine. Like, don't you think that the tweet you put out maybe the optics kind of inflame? Yeah, yeah the, the the the, res- <laughs> the remaining tensions around mm-hmm. here. Like I don't that don't sound like something he'd say, but I don't. I mean, I don't know fucking. Yeah, that. if this happened, period, it's fucking wrong. And someone needs to where the fuck is talent relations at? Yeah, so, well, saying. speaking of talent relations, CD Chris, oh, Chris right. Daniels yeah. was sent home by Punk himself. If you could hear, like, which is weird, a talent head of talent relations was sent home by talent. I don't understand how that. Even yeah, happened. and apparently, you know, and you know, there's still more with that. I guess Ace Steel was sort of part of that decision too, because oh, here's the thing: that you know, whole working remotely. Yeah, he's still working remotely. He's trying to but, leverage, but that. But, but yeah. free to pursue work outside the company. FIFO reported there is no plans uh, to change that at this point because he's considered an insurance risk. 100%. Uh, but he did receive pay for the time he was away from AEW, if that makes sense. His deal is up in yeah. the fall or autumn of 2024, and he has had periodic talks with Tony suggesting ideas for Punk. Um, but he did play a part somehow in Punk sending CD home. Obviously, the idea is that, well, why, why should CD be allowed to show up to work if he was part of the same brawl? That Ace was, but I like I think we talked about it. From all accounts, CD was there to break up the fight. Ace was chewing flesh out of Kenny's <laughs> Kenny arm. Omega's forearm. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like, like as a talent relations guy, and your and your talents are fighting. That's you're what, supposed yeah, to stop them. You're from protecting fighting. the yeah. asset of the company. It's not like he's right? picking sides. He's trying to stop the incident because if not, it's his ass. You know exactly. So, I don't. I mean, so does that. <laughs> And then two more things to add to that of happenings. Jungle Boy 
had a vacation plan. And I guess he wanted to do a pre-taped angle with the car to write him off of TV for a week. Yeah. And Punk told him no. He this said he is, no, felt no, no, it was no, no, too no, no, dangerous. No, 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 I guess no, no. it was like a, this is, this, a broken glass spot. This is the reason why. Jack Perry, this is the only thing I agree with. Jack Perry was supposed to film it the, the same week that it's supposed to be released. He doesn't want to wait. He wants to go on vacation early. Mm-hmm. He wants to go on extended vacation. So he was he wanted to arrive at Collision to pre-tape it, so like you said, so he can write himself off. But he was insisting on using real glass. Yeah, that's what I heard. And CM Punk was like, no, why would yeah, you Yeah, but do that's that? what's so, so weird. He was like, yeah, I guess he said it was too dangerous and – you know, was very much just pushing involved, pushing either. the safety factor. Yeah. But to me, I just feel like, but that's the only name I'm hearing that really hammered that yeah, part no, in. They, yeah, so they that's, didn't say any names. They just kept, they said even after discussing with producers who already told him no, like and then like saying the same thing to Punk, like yeah, it, it's they're not gonna rat out anyone else except Punk at this yeah. point. You know well, it says mean? Jungle was pretty upset, obviously from yeah. that, but that that it's a very different from the story that Jack wanted to do quote a dangerous spot as a way to avoid having to go to work because apparently that was That's the narrative yeah, that yeah. was being pushed. And then finally, there were um, you know again with CM Punk man, this blacklist of people, ROH tapings that are usually done on Saturdays after Collision were actually moved this week to Wednesday. To be done after Dynamite, and curiously, no, uh, it featured Christopher Daniels, Ryan Nemeth, Brandon Cutler, and Colt Cabana. Uh, Meltzer, he's called the move bizarre because he's had not been provided any explanation behind it or the involvement of what all four names did on the show. But apparently, Zach Saber also got added to that list, and I don't even know. Is like, is there a thing with Zach and CM Punk? Because that's news to me. I so. think it's just CM Punk doesn't want to fight anybody that can beat his ass. And I, the reason I say that is because he refuses to fight Kenta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anyone that could actually steal the spotlight from him, I think he's like, no, nah, I'm cool. Or, or just someone, I, I don't know. that's me being bitter, but I don't know. It's just, he it seems like he runs a lot. Like he talks a lot for a guy who obviously can't fight because he got his ass whooped in fucking UFC. You know yeah, I mean? my, my thing too is like, I wonder if it's a thing if he knows that if he loses to Kenta, he loses everything. He can't really do the GTS anymore. I mean, he could, but I mean people are going to remind him more than ever that who he got it from if he loses to the guy he got he got I don't it know. From. You don't see what's her name uh, stopping the uh the road to Valhalla uh Taya after uh losing to Jade. Yeah, so. but I think that's a little I don't know. It, it's a I think it's slightly different in the way that like no one claimed one like no one well, they, I'll put it this they way: she's cheating. Call it, it the glam slam. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. Yeah. I think I think that might be it. It's like, and, but well, you took my shit because you think you're in another country, and you're gonna call it that. Like, come on. It's, I, but then again, but they made the fact that like, oh, we can't use the move. We made it so that you can't use it as like a huge part of the storyline. Like, yeah, that very was. True. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they don't all have uh, Mark. What's his name? As Mark agent. Sterling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're oh, right. Man. But uh, that, yeah, that was the news, my dude. Appreciate you, man. Uh, definitely appreciate you uh, coming out and uh, getting this episode done, man. I'm glad we were able to sure. get this one done for sure. Uh, but, yeah, thank you guys as well for listening, man. Hope you guys have been digging what we're doing, man. And, uh, of course, stay tuned. Uh, every Friday or Saturday, we'll let you know. Um, you know, But every week we are going to be releasing an episode. Countdown to 300. Uh, we're a little bit on our way out, getting closer and closer as far as the KGS show as we're moving on to bigger and better projects uh, regarding yes, Winter sir. Circle Pro as far as other media stuff as well. Um, but, yeah, you guys can – Definitely continue to support us and everything that we're doing as far as the show. Um, you can uh, obviously 
Follow us on social media at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and uh, the Quincy Jones Show on uh, Facebook as well. As check out the album, the Quincy Jones Show. Do that. Uh, Hip hop, rap, all that with a little bit of wrestling bars attached by yours truly. Mm-hmm. Got some features from the best right yes, here. Um, yeah, you, man. Sir. Check it out on Spotify, anywhere you go to get music. It's uh, mostly, uh, you know, obviously everyone's trying to get the streams and all that. It's but, a movie, dog. But anywhere you go, I mean, as long as y'all download it, listen to it, whatever, bro. I, don't, I'm, I mean, it's, it's you know, as long as y'all enjoy it, that, that's all. That's why he's there, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, um, of course, yeah, feel free to follow us and everything that we're doing with Winter Circle Pro as we're going to be gearing up for, uh, you know, we're going to be putting together, uh, putting out some of the matches, I should say, for paid in full. If you were not in attendance, I don't know what happened, man. Man, I mean, that was a fun night. It was a fun night. We had a yeah. really, really great show. And we're, again, we're going to be starting to roll out the matchups and the footage for that. Uh, starting this weekend, uh, but feel free to follow us and everything that we're doing uh, heading into our last show of the year, Victory Lap, November 3rd. Uh, the ticket sales or tickets will be going on sale pretty soon. We'll let you know all that, but in order for you to know all that, follow us at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram, at Winter Circle PW on Twitter, and backslash at Winter Circle Pro on uh, YouTube as well to yeah. check out all the footage. Please do. Um, and for sure, check out the Hip Hop Hybrid, all his music. Uh, anywhere you go to get find music as yeah, well, support yeah, the God. You know what I'm saying? You know um, what it is. Search bar. You know, you, you already know what it is. D o c l e s n a r. There are five star bars for you and yours. Boom. Uh, you know, and and just you know, enjoy that. Whether it's audio visual, whether it's this is awesome, whether it's you know any of the singles that got on there, whether it's the Mega Tower album, go ahead and check it out. Any of your favorite musical platforms you like to stream your favorite musical artists, which if you didn't know is us. <laughs> Boom. Uh, anyway, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram for all things having to do with music. Follow me at Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari yes, page. That's uh, Funko Pops. Anything from uh, the Office to Rick and Morty, and of course wrestling merch. I got it all. Anything. Memorabilia as well, yes, not just merch, but yeah, you got signed some, eight yeah. by tens, t-shirts, figs, yep. opened, boxed, you know, brand new, all that stuff, man. Uh, most of it, if it's been unopened, it's display only. But uh, yeah, go ahead and check me out at Lesners underscore Lots. Of course, uh, follow me at Doc underscore KGS Pod for all things having to do with this podcast. Hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays, yes, man. Sir. Keeping it strong, keeping it moving, and uh, just like Quincy told you, man, go ahead and uh, tap in at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram for all things having to do with Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Uh, we're going to be rolling out these matches. Uh, but, yes, sir. You know, make sure you stay tuned. We're going to have announcements going for our last show of the year, November yeah, 3rd. Victory Lab, baby. Talents, uh, match announcements, uh, special appearances possibly. We can't yeah. give away too much. Roll out, baby. But we're on, be rolling on, it out. Until next time, uh, we only got three words for them. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.